0: to manage your remote sales team. Whether you like it or not, most of your sales team is going to be remote most of the time. It is a fact in a post-pandemic world that your sales team is gonna be out in the field or they're gonna be working from home. It's a very rare occasion when you're gonna have them all directly in front of you. And that's a good thing. You want them in front of your clients. Well, today we're going to talk about the five steps, the five key steps to managing a remote sales team. And I'm gonna give you a sixth factor. It's not a step, but it's a factor that will help you make all the difference in your sales team's growth. I'm gonna share that with you at the end of our time together today. Be sure and stick with me to the end of this video because I've got the five steps to managing a remote sales team for you on this edition of the Inside BS Show. Hi there, my name is Dave Lorenzo. This is the show that takes you inside business strategy. We share all the insider business secrets with you. And today we're sharing the five steps to managing a remote sales team. And then at the end of our time together, I'm gonna share a sixth thing that is a huge area of focus for me. And it's something that can help you manage your sales team more effectively when they're remote. Okay, so let's start with step one in managing a remote sales team. And that is setting clear expectations. Your salespeople are out all over the earth. They could be anywhere. Most likely they're in a territory that you manage and your sales team is making sure that they're getting in front of as many customers as possible, they're trying to get your products or your services into the hands of as many people as possible. And what they're looking to do is they're looking to connect, make the sale and move on to the next place. And they're looking to do it as effectively and as as efficiently as they can and they're wondering what you're going to ask them to do that's going to take them away from what their focus is they're wondering what the next brilliant idea that comes out of corporate is going to be that knocks them off their game i want you to protect them from that and the way you protect them from that is by setting clear expectations so when I managed the sales team, I had over 300 people working for me. I said to them, here's your focus. Your focus is each week make 20 calls and take 10% of those people and convert two of them into customers. If you get two new customers every week, you've done your job. And Now here's the thing, 20 calls is just a guideline. If it takes you five calls to get two new customers, good for you, you're doing a great job. If it takes you 50 calls, to get two new customers, that's fine. My expectation is that you'll land two new customers every week. Sometimes you'll make 20 calls this week and get no customers. You'll make 20 more calls next week and get four or six or eight. So our expectation is two customers a week. That's as clear as I can be for you. No matter what you're doing, two customers a week, that's what I expect. You should do the same thing with your sales team. Set clear expectations for outcomes What do you expect from them as an outcome? If the expectation is clear, they will run through a wall to make sure it happens. The second thing I want you to do is I want you to do check-in calls with your team. What does a check-in call look like? Hey Joe, it's Dave calling, how you doing? I'm just checking in, wanna see if you need anything, wanna see if you're, you know, everything's going as planned, if you could use any help. Is there anything I can do to make your life easier? That's a check-in call. It's not a ball-busting call, right? Many sales managers think a check-in call is, hey, Joe, how many calls you make this week? Yeah, and how many people said yes? How many people said no? Well, are you are gonna make 10 more calls? I know it's Friday, I know it's four o'clock on a Friday. Make 10 more calls now. You can work until six, don't worry about it. That's not a check-in call. That's a ball-busting call. Do not bust balls. Use your call with your team members to check in with them, to see if they have any barriers you can remove, to see if they need any help. 90% of the time they're gonna say, no, I'm fine. But the fact that you touch base with them, the fact that you asked them how they were doing, the fact that you spent a few minutes listening to them makes all the difference in the world. The best sales managers listen and they remove barriers and they enable the success of their team members. That's step two and that's make your check-in calls. Step number three is have a system. You must have a system for your team to follow in selling. Now look, your company may have a system and it may be a ridiculous system and you don't wanna follow it, so you have to create your own, that's fine. Or you may not have a system at all. You may may be out there and they may just have told you, listen, your system is put your best salespeople with your new salespeople and your best salespeople will tell them and some of it will rub off and they'll become great salespeople. That doesn't work. Here's what you need to do. Create a system for your sales team to follow so they know whether they're growing, they know whether they're doing the right things in order to attract new clients. If you don't have a system, you can use mine. Here's what I want you to do. Go to this website, Revenue revenueroadmapguide.com. Revenue There you can enter your contact information and you can download my revenue roadmap guide. That's my system for selling. It works in every industry. It works in professional services brilliantly. It is a fantastic system. You can customize it for yourself. Your salespeople can customize it for themselves. There's a questionnaire in the back. You just fill it out, plug in the answers and your system is turnkey and ready to go for you. If you don't have your own system, you can use mine, steal my system, use it today and watch your business grow. Step number four in managing a remote sales team is focus on outcomes. Have some key performance indicators that determine what the outcomes are that you're looking for. Now in step one, I told you that you tell your salespeople, hey, listen, I expect two new deals from you every week. Your key performance indicators, and there should be no more than five in your business, they should be all focused on outcomes. So for example, in my business, here's what I tell our salespeople, number one, I want two new deals from you every week. Number two, I want two referrals every week. So if we don't get two new deals, I want two referrals to customers or two new deals and two referrals. The third thing I want is a testimonial. So I want two new deals and two referrals and a testimonial every week. Those are our three key performance indicators. If my salespeople come in on a Friday and they submit paperwork for two new deals, I'm happy. If they submit paperwork for two deals and two referrals and they tell me they're going to call on those referrals next week, I'm doubly happy. If they give me two new deals, two referrals and a testimonial, they won the week. I celebrate, I recognize them and I reward them. Now, If they don't have two deals, but they have five referrals, I'm equally as happy because I know that those five referrals are going to lead to deals down the road. If they don't have deals and they don't have referrals, but they have seven testimonials, I'm happy because now I've got marketing collateral that they can use to get new deals. So I have some key performance indicators, and the most important thing about focusing on these outcomes, these key performance indicators, is I've given the salespeople three different ways to win. They're not just getting deals, and if they don't get a deal, they're garbage. No, if they don't get a deal, but they get five referrals, I'm thrilled. If they don't get a deal, they don't get any referrals, but they get three testimonials, I'm happy. They still had a really good week. Doing the activity is what you do to get to the outcomes, but focusing on those outcomes as key performance indicators is critical. And when it comes to managing a remote sales team, this is the biggest thing. And this is the only report I ask from my people every week. I want them to send me an email Friday afternoon. How many deals did you close? What was the dollar value? How many referrals did you get? And when are you gonna follow up with them? How many testimonials did you get? And can I see them, can I review them? Whether they're video testimonials, written testimonials, or email testimonials. That's the only report I ask. It's one email, four o'clock on Friday afternoon, send it to me. Those are my key performance indicators. We're focused on outcomes, and that's step number four. All right, now we're up to step number five, and this is a huge secret weapon for you. Make videos on educational information and let your sales team watch them when they have a chance. And that's how you keep them motivated and you keep them growing. Video education and information is phenomenal. You must make videos for your sales team. You must have them focused on growth and continuous improvement. Make videos just like I'm making right now for your sales team. They're only 10-15 minutes long they'll watch them they'll binge watch them and it will be phenomenal content now there are three types of videos you should be making now there are three types of videos you should be making for your sales team first type of video is a teaching video just like this where you teach them a new concept and you get them to put it into practice the second type of video is a company update instead of having a conference call and droning on and on and lecturing people Do a five minute video, give them the update on everything that's going on in the company. Send it out, let them watch it. They'll be thrilled and then they can move on with their day. And then the third type of video you should make is a recognition video where you celebrate your top performers make this at the end of the week thanking them for all their hard work and recognizing the person who won the week recognizing the person who came in second the person who came in third read a testimonial that you got this week talk about how it was a great week for everyone and wish them a good weekend and in five minutes you can do great recognition believe me people look forward to these videos every week so teaching videos, company update videos, and recognition videos, those are fantastic. You can shoot them on your phone, shoot them while you're driving in your car, shoot them outside your house, shoot them by the pool while you're smoking a cigar. It's communication, and good communication is the lifeblood of managing a remote sales team. Now, I promised you a secret that was gonna blow your mind, that was gonna set this on its head, and the secret is have your sales team make videos and send them around to each other, have them make best practice videos where they teach other members of the sales team what they know, have them make videos of an interview on their phone, selfie style, with a client, a three-question interview with a client. Have them make videos of each other talking about success that they're having together. If you empower your sales team to make their own videos, as well as you making your videos, you'll be amazed at how into it they get, how it improves morale, how it motivates them. That is the secret that will blow the lid off of managing a remote sales team. It creates camaraderie. Do this now. And if you want more great tips for managing a sales team, whether they're remote or they're right by your side, scroll down, there's more videos coming on this topic right below me right now. Watch all those videos. My name is Dave Lorenzo. We'll see you in the next video. Thanks for watching.